Welcome to the Living the Dream Podcast with Curveball. If you believe, you can achieve. Welcome to the Living the Dream with Curveball Podcast, a show where I interview guests that teach, motivate, and inspire. Today, I am joined by award-winning urban fantasy and paranormal romance author, Melissa Searcher. Melissa has a passion for philosophy, mythology, and all things supernatural. She is the author of The Blood and Darkness and Beautiful Dark Beast series. She also enjoys cooking, so we're going to be talking to her about how she got into writing and be talking to her about her series and any other projects that she's working on. Melissa, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. Why don't you start off by giving everybody a little bit of background about yourself? Sure. Um, So I'm an author. I write urban fantasy, paranormal romance, as you mentioned. Uh, I've been published since 2018. I'm about to release my eighth book um, in a couple of weeks, actually. So that's very exciting. Um, I'm from California. I'm half Sicilian, half English. I love to write. I've been writing since I was very young. And, uh, but just uh, recently, you know, in my mid 30s, decided I wanted to take it seriously as an actual career. So I wrote my first book when I was 35. And um, so it's never too late. Anyone listening, you can, you can always start. But yeah, that's pretty much it. I write uh, constantly. It's my passion. I absolutely love it. I've got a lot of exciting books coming out that I can't wait to share with you. Well, first of all, can you explain to everybody what urban fantasy and paranormal romance is? And how did you get into that type of genre of writing? Yeah, absolutely. So urban fantasy is fantasy that is based in the real world. So you may not have too many magical locations. You know, there'll be a a book that's maybe set in, you know, New York or Cincinnati or Seattle or, you know, just normal actual real life places, but there is magic woven in. So a lot of um like shows, for example, like The Vampire Diaries. Um, is a good one where it's it's based in the real world, but you have all these magical creatures that exist in it. So that's usually what urban fantasy uh, translates to. Paranormal romance is similar. Um, however, the the main plot in that genre is centered around the romance. And then the magic is more of a subplot. Whereas in urban fantasy, um, the romance tends to be the subplot subplot. So that's usually what separates the two uh, genres. I got into writing urban fantasy first. My first series was urban fantasy. And I just grew up reading a lot of vampire stuff. Anne Rice, uh, R.L. Stein, um, L.J. Smith, just a lot of um, teen angst vampire stuff. And then I, I got into more of the, the grown-up Anne Rice stuff when I was a teenager. And then some Stephen King and horror and Dean Coates as well. Uh, so I've really always been fascinated by the supernatural ghosts and vampires and witches. And those tend to be my my favorite films and shows as well. Um, so I enjoy reading it. And I've always just been really drawn to it and wanted to write it as well. So um, my first book is about vampires uh, called Blood and Magic. 
And I uh, I got that published by a small publisher called City Out Press, and it was a it's a trilogy. And then um, about a year after that, I started working on a spinoff series, which was um, new characters, new storyline, but set in that same world that I had created. And that one is called Beautiful Dark Beasts. And that one has two books out, and I still have a third one. I'll be wrapping up probably late next year to complete that trilogy. And then uh, just recently, I branched out into um, more paranormal romance with an emphasis on steamy billionaire romance, which is a subgenre where the main uh, male character, or could be the female character too, mostly I've seen it as the male character, is um, a billionaire. And um, so I wrote uh, a series called Immortal Billionaires. Uh, They are um, a group of immortals, and uh, the women they're involved with are human And I have released two books in that series already. And the third one, After I Run, is uh, releasing July 27th, which um, as of of us recording this is a couple weeks from now. I'm not sure when this will air, but um, July 27th. And then I have two more books planned for that series so far. And that could continue um, as long as I have ideas for it. I may just continue that series as an ongoing one. Um, but I also have other projects um, that I'm planning to work on as well next year. You said in your bio that you have a passion for philosophy, that you have a passion for all things supernatural. What fuels that passion and why are you so passionate about philosophy, mythology, and all things supernatural? I think I'm just naturally a curious person. Um, I like to question things and You know, one of the greatest things I learned um, while I was studying philosophy is it's not so much about the answers, but about the, you know, asking the right questions. And, um, you know, I grew up in a very, um, you know, Italian Catholic household. And, um, you know, a lot religion uh, played, you know, a huge role in our lives growing up. I went to Catholic school. Um, But as I grew up, you know, I I realized, you know, I got more spiritual and um, just took more of an interest in other things because there's just so much out there that we don't we don't know really, you know, that exists. You know, this new stuff that's coming out about this, you know, the alien sightings that our own, you know, government is actually admitting to is is interesting as well. So, you know, the supernatural world, I think people have been fascinated, you know, by it for such a long time, you know, for for thousands of years. You know, we have, you know, from Bram Stoker's Dracula, um, we've just taken such a fascination with it. And I think it's this charm and this allure of, you know, immortality, living forever, being eternally perfect and beautiful and fast and strong and all these traits that we tend to see vampires have and werewolves have. And I just think as humans, you know, it's it's appealing. It's a fantasy. And, you know, I'm one of those people that I'm just very curious about how the world works. And so um, I really, uh, I I believe in science very strongly as well. And I think science is very um, interesting to to delve into. You know, I'm I'm not an expert by any means, but I do like to read up on on things that are more scientific as well. But I do think that um, there's a place for for everything and, you know, philosophy is so fascinating because it, it does prompt you to sort of question your reality and you know, what we, what we don't know, we don't know. Um, but I think it's fun to explore, you know, the possibilities of, of different, um, you know, realities, I guess you could say. So you also are an award-winning author. Tell us about any of the awards Mm -hmm. that you won. Yeah, it was really exciting. 
you know, I didn't, I didn't set out to like win awards or anything like that. You know, I really just in the beginning wanted to share my stories with, you know, with people and um, whether it was five people or a million, you know, didn't really matter to me at the time. It was just, I wanted to, to write and, and tell, you know, the story that was inside of me as, as far as, you know, my characters and all of that. And so, you know, but yeah, you do end up getting recognition sometimes. And um, it was really great to uh, receive the book of the year award for blood and magic through author shout, um, it's a you know very stiff competitive um, market, and there was a lot of competition in that. And to to be chosen as you know as my book to have been chosen for book of the year was just so exciting and uh, just really uh, validating um, as well to know that you know enough people you know enjoyed it to bestow that you know sort of honor on it. So that's been really great. And and they've also recognized some of my other books as you know honorable mentions and things like that. But yeah, it's been a really fun experience. You know, there's no feeling like it when especially when you're not expecting it. You just you know get that email that says, hey, you've been your book's been chosen and congratulations. And Author Shout is a really, really great organization. They work with authors to really help them market and promote themselves. And when I when I did receive that award, the um, Terry who runs Author Shout, you know, really worked with me and helped me make a book trailer and um, just goes out of his way to uh, continually support my books. You know, um, even way beyond the contest. So um, you know, it's just really important to to connect with people like that in the industry and have that support really means a lot to me. So tell us about the new book that's dropping July 27th. Tell us what readers can expect when they read the book. All right. Yeah. After I run is um, it's book three in the immortal billionaire series. So this series is uh, it's written in a format where each book is a standalone story, complete and final at the end, and it's about different couples. So the third book is about Cassius and Harley. Cassius is a werewolf, and Harley is a um, kind of young, fiery, independent computer hacker who has been you know, hacking into his accounts um, for, you know, unknown reasons. Um, it soon becomes obvious that she is working for one of his enemies. And um, so he basically, you know, captures her. He doesn't know she's a woman to begin with. First of all, he thinks it's just a, um, you know, a, a dude. So he he captures this hacker and is shocked to find out it's a woman. And um, and of course, as the events play out in the story, they do start to fall for each other. It is a romance novel. and um, But it, there's lots of excitement, lots of intrigue and suspense. And, um, and it ties up um, a little bit more of the underlying story arc that I had going through this series since book one. So there is an underlying story arc, even though the books are uh, standalones for the most part, um, as far as the couple's romance story that gets wrapped up. Um, yeah, so I'm really excited um, to to write um, a book just about werewolves. Um, I've always had them in the background in my other books. I've always focused mostly on vampires. So this was fun to be able to just write a shifter vamp- uh, werewolf romance. So you have some interesting series topics as well as titles 
you're not just a regular author that just writes a book about a certain subject. You got it all broke down. How do you come up with your series topics and titles? Yeah, that's that's a really good question. Um, sometimes I'll dream about them. <laughs> uh, that doesn't happen often, and it's not exactly reliable, but um, that has happened before. Um, as you mentioned in my bio, I you know I, I love mythology, so I read a lot about uh, Greek mythology, um, Roman, um, just all different types of stories um, and myths that have inspired me to come up. Um, with with different story ideas and character names. I brainstorm a lot. I listen to a lot of music. Music is very inspiring. I have playlists for every one of my books when I when I decide to like I'll get a feeling and go, okay, I, I know I want to write about this, you know, genre or this topic. And I know that I want to have um, a vampire in it or a witch or whoever. And once I start to kind of piece that together, I I start uh, making a playlist of music that inspires me. And that really helps. And sometimes I'll just sit and listen to that music and jot down notes and phrases. Um, sometimes it'll be just a snippet of dialogue that comes to me. And I'll have this whole conversation between two characters that I haven't even fleshed out yet. Um, but that will sort of prompt me to to get more uh, closer to you know, actually conceptualizing the entire novel um, and then once I've gotten those bare bones, I really sit down and, you know, think of character backstories and, you know, their motivations and their fears and their traumas and, you know, why why am I telling this story about them, essentially? And then I do an outline. I do a very very extensive um, outline where I just literally map out uh, each scene in the book. Um, that way, when I sit down to write my first draft, it's it's much easier. It flows much easier for me and I don't get as stuck as um, on the times when I don't have an outline. So you talked about some projects that you're going to be doing. Can you tell us as much as you can about the upcoming projects that you're working on that people need to know about? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Amazon just launched um, a new platform called Kindle Vela. And it's um, similar to, uh, I think, things like Radish, and it's a serialized um, storytelling format where you release your chapters. They're calling them episodes, you know, almost like a television show or those old radio shows, um, you know, from the 50s where, you know, every week is like a different episode, so to speak. Um, so I will be putting together something for that. I'm, I'm working on a paranormal romance um, about vampires that I'll be releasing on Kindle Vela. I don't know for sure when, because I'm also um, in the process of of writing book four for my Immortal Billionaires series, and that takes precedent. But um, I, I'm definitely going to be contributing something to that Vela platform. And then going forward next year, I'll be finishing up my Beautiful Dark Beast series with the finale. Um, it's called Starlight and Dust, and that will wrap up that whole trilogy. And probably be the last time I write in that world for a very long time. I never say never because the writer's brain is um, unpredictable. <laughs> so um, I, for now, I know um, at least though I won't be writing in that world for a while. Um, I'm look, working on a Southern Gothic uh, paranormal romance um, set in sort of like a fictional town that I was uh, like a West Virginia type of a town, but I'm not going to be using a real real name 
um, of a real town. It'll be fictional. And um, that I can't tell too much about because I'm still in the beginning stages of, of working that plot out, but I'm really excited. It's going to be a little bit darker, uh, borderlining on like the horror genre a little bit, but not completely. I'll stay true to my paranormal romance uh, tropes, but um, yeah, that'll, that'll be fun. I'll be doing a prequel actually. Um, as I just said, I'm not going to be writing in that world, but I will be doing a prequel uh, for the blood and magic books based on the prohibition days. And um, yeah, and then I just a slew of other projects that like float around in my head all the time. I'm, I have a problem with too many story ideas. It's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> I am, I have lists and lists and lists of things that I want to write. So um, it's just a matter of like, you know, organizing them all and, and getting them knocked out one by one. <laughs> Throw out your contact information, any social media links, your website and tell people how they can purchase your books and check out your series. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm on Twitter at Fluid Ghost. I'm on Facebook at Melissa Searcha, and that's S-E-R-C-I-A 11. And then I'm on Instagram at Melissa Searcha Writes. My website is very easy, melissasearcha.com. And um, you can purchase my books on Amazon um, if you're if you're getting the Kindle version. My paperbacks are available um, pretty much anywhere. Uh, where, uh, and if it's not there, you can request it. It's available um, to be uh, distributed everywhere. So um, if you go to your local bookstore and you, and you want uh, to order my book through there, just let them know and they can definitely order it. Um, but mostly um, it's Amazon and Barnes and & Noble. And, um, and then if you click on any of my social media pages or my website, I have direct links there as well that will take you directly to, um, to the purchase pages. So, yeah. You have any final thoughts before we close it out? I'm just so happy I get to talk about books and I really appreciate you using your platform to allow artists to come on and be creative and share our um, passion with you. Absolutely. That's what we're all about. Ladies and gentlemen, melissasearcher.com. Please be sure to follow, rate, and review after listening. And for you Android users, go to the Google Play Store and download the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast app. Melissa, thank you so much for joining me today. Absolutely. Thank you. For more information on the Living the Dream podcast, visit www.djcurveball.com. Until next time, stay focused on living the dream.